How can you not like ice cream? I don't yeah. trust a person who doesn't like ice cream because I don't think I've met one. I'm, I'm, I've met some. I'm sorry. They're crazy. I'm sorry. Hey there, my name is Ethan, and since it's now April and officially spring, that makes it totally socially acceptable to eat and talk about ice cream, which today we'll be digging our hands right into. You've just dove headfirst into the world of sips and clips, and whether you like it or not, there's no going back now. We're a podcast focused around creativity, exploring that concept through the stories and experiences of brand creators, business owners, and other innovative individuals. We record out of a barbershop in downtown Stockholm, Sweden, where along my co-host Robin, we cut the hair of our guests while sipping on some hot coffee and engaging in some great conversation. Miyuk Miyuk ain't your mama's ice cream shop. In fact, it ain't an ice cream shop at all. It's a soft gelato parlor straight from heaven, or at least the next closest thing. The mind of all-American culinary genius Jeremy DiPaolo. Jeremy opened his humble shop three years back in a corner of town you would never expect to find such an awesome place. In those years, his shop has transformed the area around it, becoming a creative and meeting hub for those in the area and bringing those who have heard the legend out from all around Stockholm. His story is the result of what happens when you chase your gelato-filled dreams with everything you have in you. And I think whoever you are, you're gonna leave inspired after hearing the Muke Muke story. Let's not beat around the bush any longer. Lean back, tilt your face towards the sky, and bask in the glory of the springtime sun while enjoying something cold and sweet. Join us in the shop now for this delicious episode of Sips and Clips with Muke Muke. First question, we need to find out. What kind of haircuts you usually get? What are we doing here today? Um, you're kind of looking at it. I didn't looking get a cut too, too long ago. Yeah, perfect. This, right. but shorter, pretty much. Toads. Yeah, cool. Yep. Just take a little bit down on the sides, maybe down to like Yeah, like, five. you can kind of see the shape gets a little, it gets a little funky. Just to clean up. So, Jeremy. Yeah. You've been here in Sweden for some years now, and you have an ice cream place called Muke Muke. What does Muke Muke mean? <laughs> it means soft, soft. Soft, soft. Yeah. First off, where'd you get the name from? I'm so curious. So, it's really funny because I... So I have, I have a background in branding. All right, all right. That's super special. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that I've, that I've always thought about, yeah. when I moved to Stockholm, um, I was living in Brooklyn at the time. Right. And um, I, Brooklyn was like starting to have its like ridiculous love affair with all things Scandinavian, Swedish. When was this? Ah, uh, shit. Um, 20, well, I was living in Brooklyn from 20, 12, 2013, I think, until, yeah. until I moved here in 2016. Okay. Um, and seriously, I mean, there was places, there was place in, there's a coffee place in New York called Fika. There's one called Conditori. So it's straight it's, up. Yeah, like, yeah. They, and, and you know, like, every Brooklyn apartment was starting to, to have, like, Scandinavian design and everything was very, everything, like, if it was Scandi, it was hot as shit. Yeah. And, um, and so when I came here, like, I didn't have the idea for the, company right away but like I always thought about creating a business that had a Swedish name in case I ever moved back to the States right thinking that that would actually like transport really well um, and I think it would um, just because people in the States are still kind of obsessed with you know all things Nordic without a doubt um, so what I think is hilarious is that all the new you know, sort of cool cat companies that are starting now right. are all using English names. In I in mean, Sweden, the, the one, yeah, yeah, the ones yeah, here in Sweden, right, right, right. they're all using words in English. And I was the one, and I'm an American, and I use <laughs> Swedish name. You turned so the tables. People were ready. Sweden was ready. I flipped it. Man, that's crazy. Um, what is crazy, I will tell you, um, because I have family and friends in the States. Yeah. Still, they haven't disowned me. <laughs> Good. Um, What's crazy is trying to hear an American pronounce Muke Muke. Muke Muke. <laughs> like we can do it. Because we've been oh, here for some time. We've been you here know? for some time we and it probably it. took someone like 50 times to like say it to you. Because <laughs> it turns out like you can't just like spit it out. Like no. you have to say it the way that it's, it's, it's a soft, it's soft, soft. So You're you right. can't like be like Muke Muke. Nay. Yeah. Nay. I and get it. 
what was really funny was that for, I think for about the first six months, I was walking around with this name and this idea for this business, saying it to my Swedish friends. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, okay. They're like, ah, muke, muke. I was like, they always yeah, don't like, understand what, what you're saying. What? And I'm like, yeah, what, what did I just say? They're like, well, uh, you, I mean, you said it, but you didn't say it the right way. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you never say it the right way. Never say it the right I way. I try my heart. I'm like, there is no difference between what I said and what you're saying right now. <laughs> I know. And it, this is like a very, it's, I, I find that it's an American a, it's struggle. A, I know there needs to be. There probably is some sketch about this. Like some comedian had to have something Passing, like this on YouTube, yeah, yeah, right. where it's like people have a conversation where they say quite literally the exact same words, right? But but the person who's not native is constantly getting corrected. <laughs> right, right, right. Of course. It's yeah. The language thing is is hilarious. It's hilarious in yeah. itself. What is muke muke exactly then? So it's a uh, it is a soft gelato shop. Yes. Um, what that means is that we actually make soft serve style gelato. Okay, so what's the difference between soft serve gelato and regular gelato? I'm not that well versed in the gelato. <laughs> You're gonna really? have to tell us. I no, have to I'm explain not... it to you. Please, please. Um, For us and everyone. Or maybe first, what difference yeah. between gelato and, and ice cream? cream. We gelato need to go into theory cream. here. Oh, jeez. Come on, man. You guys are really. You don't know what you just got yourself no, into. No, I, I, I really don't. <laughs> um, so, uh,. Man, how much do you want to know? This, this I mean, fill us in. Just fill us in. What we need to know. Okay, what do you Give us know? what we need to know. What you need to know. What you need to know is that all different kinds of ice cream are typically classified. Like, this is legit. Like, what do you e mean? EU legislation, US legislation. Like, there's classified. actually. Like, you mean like they're like, you can't. You can't know anything about them? No, 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 like, um, like, like FBI <laughs> classified? That's, that's yeah. what I think about yeah. Cause you just think of that. Well, they are that's pretty hardcore. Yeah, but listen, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna break that shit. Blow I'm gonna tell mind. you Blow and your mind. listening audience, All like, right. the thing that, um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get shot for telling you guys this, but, um, it's, it's, we, won't, we won't tell. Don't tell. We will. Anyway. <laughs> no, classified meaning, like, um, everything has a classification, so, like, Correct. um, all different kinds of ice creams are classified by generally how much, um, Butterfat is in them. Sure. Butterfat just meaning like the fat part of milk, right? So like. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It sounds oh, butterfat, yeah. man. Oh, man. Two of my favorite things, butter and fat. Uh, rub, rub <laughs> it on. No more. Yeah, yeah. Rub it on whatever, man. Rub it Take on. my money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right. Yeah, so I mean that, that's kind of basically it. So like that's, uh, as far as the theory goes, it's as much as you need to know about like the rules. But there are rules. And so things that are gelato, have a very specific like range of um, how much fat and how much sugar are typically in it. Correct. Um, believe it or not, it's actually less than most typical ice cream. Okay. Um, gelato is. Gelato is. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so what we do is we base our recipes on traditional gelato recipes. So like the way that the Italians make it. Um, there's, so the, the guy that I studied from in Italy, I went to culinary school for this. I actually that studied That would do it then. Okay, that, that makes sense how a guy from California opens up an ice cream shop. to Sweden. In Sweden. Yeah, exactly. Putting together the dots. Selling snow to the Swedes. <laughs> who would have um, thought? Who would have thought? All right, so you went to culinary school? Yeah, so once I had the idea for this thing, um, we, so one night my wife and I were sitting around the table after I was unable to find a job here right. for some time. Um, and we're like, listen, like, it's probably a good time to like try something different. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. And I mean, I've been thinking about ice cream for a long time. As you loved ice cream. You had to have loved ice cream if you're crazy enough yeah, to open ice cream. How can you not like ice cream? I don't yeah. trust a person who doesn't like ice cream because I don't think I've met one. I'm, I'm, I've met some. I'm sorry. They're crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Anyway, they exist. That's all. I mean, that's all know, we need I'm to not, know. I'm not here to shame. No, but, but we I just don't want do you that, know that here. They exist. All right. Um, yeah, so we were sitting sitting at the kitchen table, and uh, you know, I was a bit frustrated with, you know, how things were going and trying to figure out like what to do next and having this sort of deep life conversation. And, of course. And my wife Katie said, you know, I think maybe you should think about pursuing something that you're passionate about. Heck yeah. And she, um, you know, mentioned to me because she has to remind me of all the things that I say because I have a point. <laughs> She's like, you've been talking about doing something with ice cream forever. Like, why don't you? Look into that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Why don't I look into that?" Heck yeah! Um, and uh, so I did. I started doing some research, and 
This I is mean, here in Stockholm now, this right? This is here in Stockholm. Yeah, I've been here for a while, and I, yeah, so I'm trying to decide what to do with my life. We've decided, great, ice cream is the path. I looked around and did a lot of research on different places where I could learn something about ice cream. And right. There's so many places that will teach you how to like use an ice cream machine, like a professional ice cream machine. Sure, sure. And they'll also teach you how to like buy their mix and buy okay. all the products and all the, the stuff that they use to like get you to, essentially they're, they're a little bit like drug dealers, like they get you hooked. <laughs> they show you like the economics, they're like, oh man, you can make so much money doing this. Just stand on the street corner and sell ice cream, it'll be great. Um, Chase your dreams. Chase your dreams. You're, Chase you're the dragon. Creamy dragon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. Creamy dragon. Creamy dragon. <laughs> there's a there's a band name. Continue, um, continue. I'm listening. So anyway, all that is to say that I, I ended up doing a lot of research on where to go and what to do, and I ended up at this um, this place that I like to call the Hogwarts of culinary school. <laughs> and this is in Italy? This is in Italy. This right? is in a, in a town um, just outside of Asti, Italy. Sure. Um, and it literally has a, has a medieval castle there. Right. Um, no, sorry, not a medieval castle, like a castle from like the 1500s. So it's close enough. It's, it's like, that's actually like very far off, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. So I actually went to culinary school in a castle in like a little hilltop town in Italy. It was pretty amazing. Um, that is, in itself is a story. Yeah, I mean, what a way to spend some time, right? Yeah, heck yeah. And what was special about this place, it's called the International, the Italian Culinary Institute for Foreigners. For foreigners. Yeah. Works. <laughs> <laughs> they had to break it down for you. They're it. like, look, if you're not Italian, go here, you'll be Please fine. don't go to an Italian Yeah, they're school. like, please, please don't. I implore you. Yeah. All right, like, all right. Um, you end up at Hogwarts. I end up at Hogwarts. Um, and I was there for about a month, and it was day and night. I mean, we, we studied the art and the science of very traditional, artisanal Italian gelato making. Wow. So, um, it was amazing. I you got that stuff down to a science. Down to science. There's so, dude, there's so much science. It's all science. I didn't realize that when I wanted, like, when I was going to go to culinary school that I was going to come out the other side, essentially a chemist. <laughs> um, but it's true. Uh, um, everything having to do with, like... Man, nerd stuff. So like emulsification, freezing point curves, and huge words, huge, huge words, terms. things that like you're like, dude, just I want to eat the gelato. That's all I want. You, you got into this because you were into gelato. Yeah. And you came out a chemist. I came out a chemist, but like probably about I don't know four or five kilos heavier because all we did was eat gelato already. <laughs> dude, why don't we go to the Hogwarts uh, <laughs> of gelato in Italy? That sounds incredible. It's now pretty... that I know about its existence. That's scary. You have yeah, I know. You'll you'll never <laughs> sleep again until you get there. No. Um, but no, so that's so that's what I learned. I mean, so I learned. I, I graduated. I, I that's where the idea for Mute Mute came up. Right. Because I was trying to think. I'm like, great. So Italian gelato. I know how to make it, I can make recipes from scratch, I can do all this crazy cool chemistry stuff. Awesome. But, when I look back at Stockholm, there's a lot of really good Italian gelato. There is. Like, you're entering this this business hot, you know? Yeah. It's not like you're the only option in town. No, and you so I- yourself. Yeah, exactly, and that's, and that's where the soft part comes in, so. Okay. So finally, we've got, Jesus, we finally got to the part where I tell you what Muke Muke is actually. No, I'm... <laughs> I love the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of need it, right? Cause like, you do, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, right. I'm just some weird dude who showed up and took a Swedish name and started making gelato and, and a weird machine and in a weird place in town. I mean, so. you had to have the Hogwarts, man. You had to yeah. give us the backstory, right? Well, now you all know that I'm, I can practice the dark arts of gelato. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm curious to find out what the dark arts of gelato are for later. For later, that after I, the that podcast, I definitely we'll can't tell you. <laughs> You'd have to kill us, actually. Well, just the knowledge itself. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, yeah. So muke muke. So I take all that tradition and all that sort of artisanal quality. Like we use really high quality ingredients. I make all my recipes from scratch, um, so I don't use any like mixes or any semi-finished stuff like i'm not buying anything that says you know gelato mix on a box right real wizardry real wizardry um which means i just spend way too much time in front of excel spreadsheets trying to do math oh my gosh um, but uh the result is actually and i hope when you guys come and um, check it out on have you been in the shop we have never been i've, I've been outside been. the shop i mean I, I found out about you after you had already closed that's right. right at the end 
we started chatting. I was like, one day when you're open again, let's make this thing happen. Yeah. Finally, we're there. But okay. no, we have not seen it yet. No, you haven't. We're okay, coming good. on Friday. Yeah, so you're coming on Friday. You'll you're experience it. Um, yeah, you guys are going to get the sneak preview. So I love it. So we have some fun stuff planned. Most um, but yeah, so it's soft serve style gelato. Right. Um, and the difference between that and like traditional mute glass is that um, A, it's not like some crazy mystery ingredient, like commercial production thing. No. Um, literally people that sell mute glass, they, they buy a box of mix, they put it in their machine, they turn on the machine, a few minutes later they start And it's song, ready. So. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Look, I mean, I grew up... Hey, What's that? To each their own. To each their own. And I mean, this is the thing, like I, some people think that I'm like an ice cream snob <laughs> and I'm going to tell you and your listening audience that I'm not. Like I, I will, like, um, do you know who Christina Tozzi is in the US? She has a milk bar. I don't, um, sadly. She's like revolutionized Americans relationship with junk food <laughs> All right. in the sense that like she makes these crazy cakes and desserts and cookies and all this stuff and it's all using like essentially junk food from when you're a kid like the stuff that you're definitely not supposed to eat as an adult like, right you shouldn't be giving your kids in the first place but we all <laughs> ate it when we were growing up exactly um, like I'm, I'm like her like I have that love affair with those those things and you know probably an unhealthy one but like, so for me, it's, I always wanted to do like the fun stuff that brought back that kind of childlike spirit of like, you know, ice cream. Like, Super cool, so, I get it. So yeah, so like, I don't, I mean, I'll knock the product for being, you know, commercial and all that stuff. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, I mean, if I'm gonna pinch, I'm still gonna go get it. Yeah. Like, and I don't, you know, like I said at the beginning, like we're not shaming anybody here, so. No, we don't. Um, but what I will say is that the, the sort of goal for doing Mute Mute was to create something that was so good that people would never want to go back to the so, other thing. And do you think you succeeded in your goal? You're three years in now, right? I'm this will be yeah, year three. Year three. How do you feel like you genuinely stacked up to that? I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I think, I, I know I should say something like really bold and, and marketing-y being like, we made the best mute class in the world. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, here's what I, here's what I know. Like, yeah, I know, honestly. I know what's in it. I know where it comes from. We yeah. use like organic stuff and it's, it's very, very, very delicious to me. Yeah. And what ha I have experienced a couple times is people who have come into the shop, got like a, you know, we have a, a Fiorda Latte flavor, just a milk and cream flavor, just yeah. a fresh milk. It's awesome. Beautiful. People who have not had a mute glass or a gelato like that, you know, for a very long time, probably for the same reason that I just mentioned. <laughs> um, got it, bought it, started eating it, walked away, and came back within a couple of minutes and made a point to stop and tell me that that was one of the best soft ice creams they've ever had in their life. Wow. Like it tasted just like it did as they were a kid. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and so we get that kind of feedback. Yeah, it's, um, it has to be rewarding to create that kind of experience for people. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's what it's about, right? Like, I mean, it, it's ice cream. It needs to be fun. Exactly. Um, How serious can you make ice cream? Very. Oh, very, I mean, look, you know, look around. You can see. Yeah, you're looking around. I'm looking around. I know, you're doing it. This is like a great... We, you get, you need to throw in like a sound effect right there. Like like a, like a, like a, like a Acme or a, like a Looney Tunes style. Like. <laughs> I'll do it just because you asked. Awesome. Please do. I can't wait to hear. I promise. I, promise. I can't wait to hear you come up with You have my too. word. You have my word. Um, but no, and that, and that's the thing to me. Like I, I love, I love Italian gelato. It's, yes. To me, like when somebody makes it right and it is, I mean, you know, I learned from an incredibly talented gelato master. Yeah. His name is Massimo Conti. He's been making stuff for like... Sounds like a gelato yeah, master, right? right? Like, yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's a, a fast-talking Italian showman, like, who knows his shit, and it's amazing. Yeah. And so, like, the first couple of days of the program, like, he made the gelato, and then, like, on day, I think it was, like, day two in the afternoon, he's like, okay, now it's your turn. We're all like, <laughs> we don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But we did it. It was great. But, That's great. I mean, the stuff that he makes is... It's ethereal, man. It's like it's like light. It. The thing about gelato that's different, I think, from other ice cream is it's not cold in your mouth. Yeah. You know when you put, you you expect it to be something like cold and refreshing, and of course it's cold. It's sort of like minus six or whatever. Yeah. But um, but it doesn't make your mouth freeze. Like it's actually a like a like a very pleasant like sort of mouth feel. Yeah. And nice. 
it's, you know, so when, I, I, I mean, I love it, but what, what I wanted to do differently was, like I said, I wanted to make it more fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said, in a city that has so many competition places yeah. and different things, how are you going to stand out? Exactly. And so that's, I mean, we, I tried to think about how far I could push it. Right. Where people would still, like, recognize what it is. and Yeah. I mean, we're not doing, like, you know, black ice cream with sparkles in it. Like, some people, yeah. like, on Instagram, you can some find everything. tweak out. Totally. Tweak. Yeah. As you can with everything. As you can. Uh, walk me through your actual storefront, then. What's it look like? What's inside of it? Yeah. What wonders are contained within the walls? What wonders are contained within the walls? So it's a tiny, tiny little place. It's yeah. 24 square meters. It's probably the size Dude, of your shop, actually. That's tiny. It's tiny. Is that with a back room and everything? Everything. Oh my gosh, straight up. So yeah, so, um, yeah, so there is actually no back room. So um, uh, you've seen the windows. So when you walk up to the shop, there's a bright yellow awning right. on it that says Muke Muke. Soft, soft. Why, why are we saying that? That episode has to start with soft, 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 soft. Muke, muke. <laughs> <laughs> this is a total divergence, but like, yeah, yeah, have, keep you, going. have you, uh, no, 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 have you, did you guys, do you, have you watch Rick and Morty? Some no, episodes, but not really, no. I, I'm not familiar with the overarching plot. There's one I know what the concept is. You have to Google um, Rick and Morty Little Bits. All right. It's, um, there's like a, it's like a sizzler kind of like funny nod to like, uh, I don't know how to describe it other than like the catchphrases, little bits. And so when you say, mew, mew, like all it makes me think of is little bits. And you <laughs> we, have do to, say, we do say, yeah, that's actually the intro of our podcast. It's like uh, the sound of a clipper going a little bit of synthesis. Simpson clips. Simpson clips. Looks like a, I smell a collab coming. I hear I, a collab. I hear it, yeah. You know, in some I can taste the collab. You can taste the collab. <laughs> hey, we'll see what happens. We'll discuss business later. That's right. Back to your storefront. This yellow, small, what else? So it's it's super yellow. So we have um, <laughs> a big yellow industrial um, like plastic curtain that separates the sort of service space from the kitchen space. Why yellow? What's yellow mean to you? Um, It means fun. Yeah. It means... You I know, get it. It's And it's also like... Um, I mean, I I don't particularly think that I'm like a like a super rebellious type person, but like <laughs> sure, sure. up in that corner, you know, it's all stone buildings and they're all very you know sort of weathered. And you're at Odenplan, right? Uh, we're north, so we're almost at Nortul. We're like in the middle of. I mean, it's a it's a very residential neighborhood that's Correct. you know got a lot of um, there's actually a lot of celebrities that live in our neighborhood, which is cool. Oh, cool. Um, Good for you. I don't know any of them because I yeah. Um, <laughs> They come in, and I think that's kind of what they like about the place, like because they'll like roll in, and they're like nobody knows who they are, and they're, like, they're just gonna ice cream, and nobody bothers. <laughs> so you don't know them, but they know you. They, I. So doesn't that make you a celebrity of sorts? Shit. A lot of whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Bad for recording. Good for we'll leave it out. We'll, we'll leave it, it out. out. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> now, now uh, you now, will. Now I will. You're gonna get very introspective. You're gonna go sit on the tuna bun on the way home, and be like, Am I a celebrity? Is this what it is to be famous? Everyone here recognize me? Is that is, is, yeah, is that person looking at me because they because, know who I am? Exactly, right. <laughs> or is it because I'm wearing a mask? <laughs> is this no. the start of your Britney Spears breakdown? I am. <laughs> free, <laughs> right. free mute mute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the storefront is, we, we did something specifically to tell people that this is not going to be a typical Italian gelato shop. What the heck did you do? We, um... Well, I think just like the, the yellow kind of screams, right? It's like, it's a color that's very in your face. Correct. You, you're starting to see it a little bit more in town, but like, you know, in 2019, when we opened no. our doors, like there was not a lot of places. It's just like we talked about our friends in Snass, their color is pink. You don't see yeah. a lot of that in town, you know? Yours is yellow. Yeah, mine's it's your color. Yellow. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's funny because like, I mean, you try not to be like super on trend or any of that stuff. Like you no. try to kind of do your own thing. But now, of course, like once once you do something, then you start to see it everywhere. Right. Um, and so I think yellow the is true hipster. Yeah, the true. Oh God, it's true. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and so so our, the look of our shop is very industrial. Like the whole point was to kind of communicate that we're actually making the stuff there. Okay. Um, the, the whole process starts. Whole process takes place in Muke Muke. Yeah, and like if you're, I mean, if if one was so inclined, which I, I don't recommend because it's probably a waste of time. You could stand at the window on the days that we do production and just watch us make stuff. Like, we make we make the toppings. We that make, sounds awesome to me. I'm so inclined to do if, so. That's awesome. <laughs> if you'd like to watch people running around a small shop mixing things, that's 
that's your cup of tea. Come on down. <laughs> Say no more, man. I'm Say in. No I'm more. there. I'm there. I'm like, yeah. no, what time, what day? <laughs> all um, yeah. But all right. Yeah. So that's um. So that's it. And then I think the the sort of the little like the cherry on top is our massive LED blinking sign. <laughs> that's um, kind of like what you would see on one of the storefronts on the street here on, on Götgatan. Yeah. Götgatan? Götgatan. So close. Man. So close. Um, but yeah, like, it was very cool that in Stockholm, um, I would see all these, like, really amazing neon signs that were kind of, you know, had a retro vibe. Um, but it's also something that feels, like, very much a part of the Stockholm architecture. Like, yeah. You know, like, there's over... Just ones right in. Yeah, it blends right in, and it's like, it's something that, you know, the buildings all kind of look, you know, similar by design, of course. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, at some period of history, like, you know, it's dark and, and wintry for a long time here, or a lot, you know, a lot of the year. So, like, oh, it yeah. makes a lot of sense you would want something that would, like, get people's attention on a winter's night to, like, Without get people to come to your restaurant or your cafe. You or, gotta be strategic with this stuff. No. Know where you're at. Yeah. Right? And so, so the, the neon, it's not neon, it's LED. Um, uh, which is slightly more sustainable, I think. Um, <laughs> side note. Side note. Um, that was kind of a nod to the, that symbol of Stockholm. Like, yeah. Um, and so it's it's a little bit cheeky, and we put it on the inside, not the outside, yeah. mostly because I didn't want the neighbors to hate us. Ah, uh, I get it. But, um, but yeah, so that thing blinks 24 uh, 7. 24 7? Oh, dang. Even when you're, you're closed now for oh, the yeah. off season? Yeah. Let her be going. Yep. Nice. Yeah, That's awesome. it's how we, I mean, it, it definitely gets people's attention. Um, and also it's just, it's a fun way to kind of do something. It's like a big, a big design statement without having to like spend a lot of money on. Yeah. On like crazy interior furnishings and stuff like that. So. Hey, it works. It on works. that thought, before we get too much deeper, I think it's yeah. time for our, the first segment of this podcast which maybe you have some idea of what's coming mm -hmm. since you listen to some other episodes. But anyway, it's 10 time questions from left field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. 10 time questions from left field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. I it's know 10 it. questions, 10 seconds, first reactions. Oh, this is what you have. And we got some good questions for you today. Oh boy. All we right. got some real good questions for you. Do today. I need to stretch before this? I mean, I if you want to stretch, man, how could I, uh, how could I blame you? So are you ready? Are you ready? Can you be ready? Is there a way to prepare mentally for such an event? Oh man, I don't know, but I'll, I'll give it my best. You know, we're just going to go for it. We're going to go for it. Question one, what's the best part about eating ice cream? 10 seconds. You have to answer, Tether. Milk mustache. Milk mustache? That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, if your shop was a genre of music, what would it be? <gasps> oh, man. There's your timer. Uh, there's my timer. Eight seconds. Uh, uh, we actually have a playlist. It's like sort of international island funk music. Oh, international island funk. I like it. Do it, yeah. I like it. Yellow makes sense. Number three, what flavor of gelato would you eliminate from existence if you were forced to do it? Ten seconds. Oh, this is gonna be hard, and I'm gonna get a lot of five fire stars. for this. Five seconds. You gotta pick the, something. The vegan ones. All the vegan ones. Oh! And the vegans shed a tear. I know. They're, yeah, I'm gonna get. They're shit. crying right now. You're in stock. You're in Scandinavia, man. Crying. They're they're gonna they're gonna cancel my ass. <laughs> oh, I'm canceled. Next question. Number eight. We're gonna keep going. Number four. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Oh, I learned this one in high school. This would be How much? Uh, it's wood uh, pi squared. What? Wood pi squared. You blew my mind. I didn't even know the answer. I, I was asking you, man, because I didn't know. Thank you for this guys, invaluable information. It's, it's woodchuck algebra. We're gonna keep Pretty going. Basic. Number five. Give your 10-second opinion on Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh man, so much shit going on. Uh, I love their flavors. I love their sustainability. But man, I don't. It, it doesn't taste like anything to me anymore. Oh. 10 seconds is up. Hot take. That's why we're here. This is what these questions are for. Mm -hmm. Number six is get a good one. Get me. The apocalypse has arrived, all right? Mm -hmm. You can choose two Hollywood action stars to fight through it with you. Who are you choosing? 10 seconds. Um, It would have to be uh, the Thor. What's his name? Chris. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. One more, one more. Two and seconds. The other Hemsworth. Just all the Hemsworths. <laughs> Liam and Chris Hemsworth. Those are the boys. And then there's you. That could be a sitcom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Hemsworth. 
I do. Yeah, I mean, especially if you line up like the fat Thor and like the, the lead. Like I could be kind of in. I'm not like I'm not there, but I'm maybe in the middle. Animorphs. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it's going. Number seven. When was the first ice cream invented? Trivia. The first ice cream. The first ice cream. When was it invented? Oh, God. It's it's Five actually seconds. um it's I think it's a couple of thousand years ago, um and it was mixed with ice. Time's up. Boom. Boom. We'll talk more. You could kind of say that about anything, though, right? Like, yeah, oh, a couple thousand that. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ice on it. So smart. Number eight. We know a dozen is twelve, but how much really is a handful? Perfect. Oh well, that depends on the size of the hands, guys. Breaking into the logic. Beautiful answer. Okay, <laughs> number nine. You're standing on top of Mount Everest after a long, tiring, near deadly climb, ten years in the future. Looking over the valleys below, you're struck with a genius idea. You're going to invent a new flavor of gelato. Which is <laughs> uh ice. Because I think in ten years it's gonna be gone from the top ice? of Mount Everest. Ice flavored gelato? Ice flavored gelato. It'll what? be it'll, it'll crush. I, I, I'm telling you. What? Yeah, wow. no one, an but, avalanche in your mouth. No one will have heard of it by then. So no, an that. avalanche in your mouth. One more. That's going hey, on a t-shirt. I'll, I'll let you have that. Thank I don't you. want it. I don't want it. It's your, your industry. Number 10, this is the last one, and you've survived this segment. Oof. If you were suddenly struck with severe lactose intolerance, would you still eat gelato all the time and count the suffering as a necessary sacrifice? Um, you bet your ass. <laughs> Good, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I used to have such bad lactose intolerance in America. It actually got better when I started eating here. And uh, it did not matter to me. Cheese is my favorite food and ice cream is pretty high up on my list as well. So yeah. I mean, you know you how gotta it is. Do it. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's a necessary sacrifice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you know, no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. Yeah. Man, ice cream is one of the most iconic foods, desserts, whatever you're going to call it, out there, isn't it? Yeah. Why do you think that is the case? I mean... How do we continue that? How do we keep it in the limelight? Well, I mean, I think I think Instagram and TikTok are doing a pretty good job of keeping <laughs> the limelight. I mean, because, like, every time I do a... Even if I'm not looking for ice cream stuff, like I just feel like I'm always seeing somebody posing with like a crazy ass like freak shake style soft serve cone right. in front of a building. You know, it's like the algorithm, man. The algorithm, I know it does. I yeah, I I feel like I'm just I'm I'm stuck in an ice cream world, and Instagram's never gonna let me out. You've chosen it, and you're you're never going back. I know it's, it's not an option. It's for my you. own personal <laughs> personal prison. Right, right. Um, but no, I think I think it's iconic because it's it reminds us of childhood. I mean, yeah, like for sure. I think in general, you know, especially especially in the states, especially here in Sweden, I mean, we're all talking about some of the top markets for ice cream <clears> in the world, and it's like it's kind of the first thing that your your parents will like let you have, right? Because it's like they're like, ah, it's milk, yeah, it's, it's cream, it's like you know, it's sweets, but like you know, it's, it's on a summer day, man. Like who doesn't who, who doesn't, doesn't want ice cream? To, well, yeah, and like who doesn't want to see their kid just like blissed out because they have like that like cool creamy you know, popsicle thing, whatever, whatever they're eating. Like, I mean, just watch a kid eat some ice cream, man. You're they're, right. They're in heaven. That changes everything. It does. And I mean, I think that those things stick with us. And so no matter how old you are, like, you know, if you have those memories, like you're, you're kind of, you're kind of always chasing that, Yeah. you know, f forever. And I mean, I think that's why we look forward to summertime here so much because like, Oh, for sure. It's one of those pleasures that like, dude, sun's out, you're getting an ice cream. Cream's out. Creams. Suns out, creams Suns out. out, creams out. Yeah, you heard it. New statement. Man, we are minting <laughs> statements today. Man, people, we better copyright this episode so people don't steal this genius that's just know. flying out here. I'm going to steal it. You know, I have, I have two biggest memories whenever it comes to ice cream. Yeah. They're completely different. The first one is when I was a kid, of course. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time I was going mini golfing with my next door neighbor and my mom. And whenever I, uh, I swung back really hard in this one and hit my next door neighbor who was like, I was like seven or eight, super hard in the face with like this, oh, this golf no. club, like blasted her teeth out almost, like <laughs> really bad. But I was wow. so stoked because afterwards, I wasn't stoked because I did that. I wasn't stoked. <laughs> hey, hey, I should reword um, what I just said. Can, uh, can you take the scissors out of his hand, please? <laughs> Where's this going? They stay right where they are. You give me an ice cream, they son of a right bitch. They stay right where they are. <laughs> but I, I, I was stoked before this happened for afterwards because after we finished mini golfing, we were going to go get ice cream. And oh, I was super excited. I was like seven, eight years old, you know? Nice. But then I hit my neighbor in the face 
blood everywhere, teeth in a mangle. And my mom was like, we have to go right now. We got to get this girl to the hospital, you know? And I was so angry because that means we didn't get ice cream afterwards. I was like screaming. I wouldn't do a fit. I was like, no, it's not fair because we're not getting ice cream afterwards. Are you kidding me? She's so selfish. You know, because I smashed her teeth in. But rashly, that's what I was thinking. And that was a moment I think I decided in my life, you know, ice cream maybe is too much of a priority. <laughs> like I, need to, I need to rethink some of my priorities in life. I didn't think about that for a few years, though, actually. I can agree with that sentiment, but for different reasons. I didn't beat anyone up to, to have that feeling. But I'm happy you didn't. No, no, it's good. What, um, so let me ask you, like yeah. your, your eight-year-old self is yeah. holding that holding that club ready to, Dude, ready that bloody to club. lay waste. Right. What what flavor were you thinking of at the time? You know what? I'm a caramel guy. Are you? I love caramel. Anything with caramel. Okay. So I was thinking like a, a vanilla with some caramel drizzle on it. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know McDonald's back in the states they have like these like sundays. You know. And they yeah. Just drizzle that pure caramel on it. Totally. That stuff is it, man. Yeah. That was that was my favorite go-to as a kid. There was McDonald's real close to home. McDonald's always works their way in with something. Oh yeah, I mean. But that was it. That was it. That's what I was dreaming of. Yeah. But I have a second, a better kind of thought of it now. After I moved to it's Stockholm fine. and like tried dime ice cream, you know, like the ones they have at like Press Brion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff like changed my life. That's my favorite candy. So now I kind of associate Stockholm with that. And every time I get one, which is often enough, you yeah, know, yeah. from Press Brion, it like reminds me of the summertime when I moved here walking around. Much more blissful option. But it's such a food that like, comes with a story. It reminds you of certain things. Yeah. Which is wild, you know? It's like an icon. It is. And I think that, you know, it's a, it's a, it, I mean, it has a psychological effect on us, right? Yeah, like, and, it does. And when, when you are experiencing something like that, that's like simple pleasure, you're not really thinking about the ice cream. I think it's like a gateway to like lock in those memories of things that you sure. are experiencing at the time. Now we're getting into ice cream psychology. Psychology. Is that a segment of Hogwarts that you went to whenever you were you were studying it? The psychological effect? Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I can't really talk about the experiments that we had to go through, but it's fine. Oh, man. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> we'll yeah, talk later. That's, that's for uh, Sips and Clips After Dark. Um, it needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it already is after it dark. It is happening. Man, uh, after dark. the Late Late Show. The Late, you know, late, the late, late Show with Sips right. and Clips. That's what needs to happen. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I think that's that's why we have... You know, f food and beverage do that. I mean, that's one of the reasons. Like, I've, I've always loved working in, in in food and bev for that reason. Yeah. Because it's, you know, nine times out of ten, I mean, sure, we remember the things that we've eaten as, like, really great things. Of course. But, like, we're so much more likely to remember that as a, as a joyful experience or as a meaningful experience if it's, like, if it's, you know, with, with a person that we're... You know, we remember the people, we remember the, 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 the sort of occasions. Sometimes you remember clubbing your neighbor in the Sometimes, yeah, that's the golf right. club and yeah. Hey, you're just sitting you there you counting those teeth and you're thinking, you know what? <laughs> this kept me from my ice cream. <laughs> it did. <laughs> the sad reality. This person deserved this, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get it, you get it. It is 100% yeah, 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 yeah. that way. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, what do you think is a local business, not just an ice cream shop, is the biggest thing that you can uh, give to the community in, you're in, in between uh, Pond and, and your area? What's the biggest thing you give to the area? Um, besides ice cream. That's, besides that's ice the cop-out answer. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a really interesting, I mean, you, you're asking an interesting question because, like, um, one of the things that I strongly believe in is that mm. small businesses like what we're doing like yeah and so many of them in, in the city there really is crazy creative hub for that yeah and like they they all they i mean it's hard to say like exactly what a business like mine brings other than just the fact that it's there mm -hmm. i think that it makes people in the neighborhood happy that there's something around that's a little bit different yeah you know, like for sure um certainly like you know, obviously there's like the convenience factor, right? Like we, we always hear, um, so one, one of the, uh, I'm sure people in the city know the gelateria on Wudengatan um, called Snow. Yeah. Um, and it's, you, you know. know it? No, we don't know it. You don't the know people, it. The people must. The people know it. All right. The people um, know it. I'll trust you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he's, he's been doing it for a while and is, you know, he makes it in a very like classical Italian way as well, like a lot of like interesting flavors. And sure. He's right across from Vasa Parkin, and I mean, it's like it's on a sunny day. He's just it's it's. He's bringing it in. He's bringing it in, and um, 
you know, and uh, I don't know, maybe he'll get upset with that I'm saying this, but a lot of people don't, don't want to wait in the queue. No. Um, because it, it can get quite busy and people are like, well, I just, you know, I, I'm just, just want my cream, man. Yeah. And yeah. like the fact that we're there in the hood, yeah. like they can grab an ice cream on the way down to the park. They don't have to go there and wait for 40 minutes or whatever. It's like, I mean, there's that factor, but I, right. I think that that's what maybe drew people to us in the beginning. But like, ultimately, and I think this is why, like some of my best, like, m you know, memories in just the last couple of years we've been doing this, like yeah. some of the best moments in the shop is like the music's playing, it's not too hot outside. Yeah. And there's just a boatload of families like kicking it. Yeah. Like people of all ages, you know, just come to hang out, get some ice cream. Or some more soft gelato. For? Really? What more? Soft gelato. Soft okay. gelato. You gotta distinguish. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of your thing. It's my thing. <laughs> I know. I, I can't call it ice cream. <laughs> no, no, no. It's um, easy to, I bet, though. Yeah. Um, for lack of something simpler. But, like, that's that's it. Like, And to me, like, that's the joy, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I love I love it when people eat the stuff and give us good feedback, but, like, right. there's the moments where, I'm sorry, no one, no one has to say anything. Yeah, right. And The moment's you know, creating itself. Yeah, you just got the vibe. You get the vibe. 100%. And, and that's, I think, what, you know, the, the hope is, um, I think, you know, when, when, when I started that business, I put it in like a really random corner of town, A, because the rent was not so expensive. Exactly. Um, that always plays a factor. Yeah, but also like, there was also not a lot else there, you know, so like kind of thought maybe if we put this little spot here, maybe other businesses will be like, you know, there's a lot of residential buildings up there. Like there's a lot of people who live there. Like. That little ice cream shop always has a line outside, and you decided you know, they're to doing pioneer well. the area almost a little bit. Yeah, I mean, really it's cool. it's an idea. Like there's a lot of people in New York who think about that stuff. Like they try to find little pockets of the city that you know need a little love, and and you put a business there, and you can you actually can grow community through those things, especially if it's a place where people are hanging out outside and like 100 having a good time. So right, feeling the love, feeling the love, man. Are you allowed, or, or is it classified? Are you allowed to give us the rundown of what season three looks like? What is this year starting on March 26? Mm -hmm. What is your grand plan? What's the, what the grand plan? What's gonna happen, man? Um, I mean, we haven't been there for for season one and two. Yeah, so, so we don't I, maybe know so all I, the difference. I could tell you that we're gonna have like chocolate, vanilla, and caramel, and you'll be like, "Whoa, that's Same. amazing!" Uh, I'm I'm gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're. It's just it's it's a little bit more of the same. Yeah. So. Um, you know, a lot of the first couple seasons, season one for sure was like, I was only open for like three and a half months. Yeah. You know, it was a short, short year. Like all I did was experiment, like constantly. The experimental out. season. Yeah, season yeah. one often is. Uh, Look at season one of TV shows. It's often way different from the rest. Yeah, right? Because they're like, they're some really... some of the greatest. Breaking Bad and things like that, you know? Oh, yeah, man. It's like, eh. It's, it's different. You have yeah. to do what you have to do. You're setting it up. Yeah, like you got to find your, you find your groove, you find your formula. And, for and sure. So you do that. So I think... Last year we did a lot of um, we did a lot more experimentation. We started to do these the tacos, which you've probably seen. We have, but what are they? So what are they? What so, is the concept behind the tacos? So that my favorite food. I know mine, mine too. <laughs> um, so the taco is based on um, an old school dessert that in the U.S., like especially in California, we call it the choco taco. Yeah, of course I know of the choco. Taco. You know the I'm from the states. Yeah, choco taco. So here, I don't know. <laughs> you will, you will. Do you know? But do you know the winter taco? I know chocolate pizza. That's similar. <laughs> same, pizza. same, but different. No. So the, here, the, so there's a product that was actually in Sweden for some time. I think it was in Europe. It was the same product as a choco taco for the most part, but I think it was caramel instead of chocolate. Nice. And it was. Um, they called it a winter taco. A winter taco. You know, I guess. Winter or winner. 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 Typical. Like you I eat it, you're a winner. You win. You win. Congratulations. Uh -huh. All right. Here's your taco. Here's your taco. Um, yeah, and so it is quite literally like the the taco shell itself is made um, from like an ice cream cone waffle. Um, ours are made with uh, a Dutch process cocoa powder, so they're yeah. kind of like dark, dark brownish black. Yeah. Um, then we dip them in chocolate, um, really nice uh, dark Belgian chocolate. Um, and then when you come and you order a taco, we fill it on site. So every week we have a different taco. Um, Yo. Yeah, I think we did like 22 different tacos last year because we did one a week and like we repeated a couple, but like we, we did a lot. Do you have people who come every week? Of 
course. Club yeah, there's two tacos. No, <laughs> um, no. So they um, so. Uh, Oh, I don't. Yeah, it's funny. I, I don't know. Cause you might have us there every single week. That's like a it's like a Pokemon thing, right? Like, yeah. Like, did you eat all catch the them all. Got to get all the Chaco tacos from your commute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you should. Maybe, yeah. Not 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 all in one sitting, maybe. But probably not. Probably, probably not. But that could be a YouTube thing. Yeah, too. throughout the season. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So that was kind of the big smash last year. So like we started to do that. And people were like, Oh my God, you're doing tacos. Who doesn't love an ice cream taco? Really? Yeah. Again, even, I don't even if you've never anyone. had one. I don't trust anyone who does it. Right. Not here to shame. Not here to shame. But. But. We don't trust know. the people. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, it's, it's like a good taco. We have to admit, it's a little bit weird. I mean, taco taco free dog is like a like a national holiday here every week. <laughs> it yeah, is every you know, Friday. Thanks to the taco. marketing people, but. Um, so I mean, put weird stuff on a taco. So I mean, ice cream shouldn't be that big. No. no. If you can have bananas on a taco. I have bananas and pineapple and uh, like peanuts on my tacos. On your <gasps> Sorry? Bananas on a taco. You never heard about bananas on a taco it's on Sweden? Delicious. I know so many people who put bananas What on is with the bananas on shit in Sweden? Uh, the pizza, banana pizza curry, banana. I mean, I banana love bananas. tacos. I don't, and again, not here to shame. Not here to shame bananas. No. But, but what, what about, the, what's the deal with bananas? It's delicious. They just have them on tacos. I've met so many people. Like, it adds guys, like, good sweetness to the saltiness. And they think it's a normal thing. I mean, we, li- I, we like uh, like cumin and roll and like turkish pepper and like sweet and salty Swedish. So you but it's, like, it's too much. No, I can. You know what? It, what's what's so interesting to me about it is that it's it's a very like if if you've ever been in the Caribbean. Yeah. In. Like the, a lot of a lot of the, the the island nations down there, like they have food like that. Like you would eat plantain with like you know like savory foods, like you'd eat them. And plantain is just like a starchy yeah, banana. Yeah, of right? course, of course. So like it doesn't. I think what's amazing to me is it's like so specific to like a, a region of the world, but like yet it's up here, but it doesn't seem to have any connection to like that other region. It's like it's become its own. Some thing, it's yeah. and it's it's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's how you know that's how food cultures are made, man. But like, but man, if Swedes are putting bananas on their tacos, you can put some ice cream in them. That's right. Sure, that's what I mean, surely. Yeah. You like to play with your food a little bit though, too, because I saw you you do some ice cream in a cannoli, like in a cinnamon bun as well. Yeah. So Dude. we did so on uh, oh. the. It's <laughs> a beautiful sound. Oh, it, it, it sounded kind of gross, but it yeah, was like, I was gonna say. Oh. Yeah. Do you, oh, that's a better sound. Do you need a towel? No, 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 I'm good. Do we need a cut? There's, a tear, there's a tear coming out of my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see. It's a very small tear, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, playing with your food. Playing with the food. And, that, I mean, that's kind of, you know, I don't think we have it like a shtick, but, like, that's kind of what we do is try to find those unique or fun ways to incorporate the thing that we make and that we love, which is the soft gelato. Yeah. And life's too short to not things. try some weird stuff. Yeah. And so like, I mean, so I think that's what I, I made a post about the opening and like, I think, you know, I, I promised that we would do more wild shit this year. And like, that's, that's my promise is like, we're just going to keep doing more. It's a perfect crazy promise stuff. to start off the year. man. On that note, mm-hmm. I thought it might be too late, but we've had a lot of stem last this year. Oh my gosh. Have you ever had oh. made a gelato stem last? I have oh not, but it's the like I would say it's like the number one idea that yeah. people tell me about, and I'm okay. always like, okay. yeah, I, I'm like I need to be open in February next year. What if you just did like a week of it, you know, a limited run and open? Yeah. You don't have to open yeah. it for the whole year. I don't know. Like, or you bring bring it back in the summer. Bring it back in the summer. Who says that semlas can only be enjoyed during the winter? It's my favorite dessert of all time. The sem the the semlarati are like kind of uh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Sounds like it's moving his hips a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of seductive. <laughs> Feel the mandal masa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most least Spanish like food ever, but <laughs> salsa music's playing. Yeah, do, do, right. Do, do. Whip that cream. Bra, bra. <laughs> amazing. Exactly, exactly. Amazing. No, I know. I we really should do it. We should do it. That'd be nuts. Next and year, man. Season four can be even crazier. Season four. Maybe season four is the season that makes or breaks a show. You uh-huh. know, is it going to keep on going? Is it going to drone on now, or is this going to be a great show for longer? Yeah. 
we can start doing like the the diehard uh, like every season can have a different like diehard name. So like uh, <laughs> you know, Mucard. Muke another day. Mucard with a vengeance. Muke <laughs> <laughs> Muke or Die Hard. I don't know. Like we can we can keep going. We'll just make them up. That'd be great. You could die another day. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so good, man. <laughs> a good day to mute me. A good day to mute you. <laughs> Bruce Willis would be proud. That's right. <laughs> You're gonna get him there with that. You're gonna bring him out. Do your shop. Yippee ki yay, mukey Like. <laughs> I mean, some slogans write themselves. <laughs> I know, right? And here we are. Yeah. You know, on this fantastical, whimsical track. I think it's time to scoot into the last segment we have on this podcast, which is Would You Rather with Robin. Would you rather with Robin? Rather, Robin proposes something to us. We have unlimited time to discuss it amongst ourselves and no timer. pick out really what would you rather do. Okay. Robin, what do you got for us today? So, would you rather have fingers for a tongue or tongue for fingers? Oh, gosh. And oh, and there's an and. You, there's an and. Well, there's never we, the tongue. It's fully working tongue, so you get all the flavors too. And I guess you can move and feel stuff with your with your hand tongue. Hand tongue. Finger tongue. Finger tongue. Whatever it is. Wow, that's a deep question, Robin. I wasn't oh. ready for this one today. Oh my god. And also, I should add, I assume you're able to speak, even if you have finger tongue. You have to. And you're able to grab stuff with with your finger tongue, tongue, tongue fingers, tongue fingers. Yeah, this is confusing. <laughs> so which one would you would you choose? Jeremy, would you rather do some deep thinking on this one, man? It's got you got more than ten seconds. Oh, oh thank God, I have more than ten seconds. <laughs> there would be a long, silent ten seconds if I just. <laughs> That's why we have this beautiful segment. So let's 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 think it through, guys. I you mean, and me, you and yeah, me. I'm thinking it um, through too. Whoa. I mean, so fingers for tongue. It's preposterous. That is, it's, it, but it's just crazy enough to work. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, so, so let me. Can I? Can I? Can I ask a clarifying question? Like, you know, you can ask, but we don't really answer. We just philosophize ourselves. Philosophize. You know, yeah. yeah Sorry. So, well, let me let me pose it then as like a like a like so, like a philosophical question. Give it to us. Give it to like, us. Like, I mean, the question is, even though it's been proposed as a would you rather, mm-hmm. I, I guess in my mind, I would be interested to know if you, if you're swapping one for the other, like, I mean, if you have the tongues for fingers, does mm-hmm. that mean you have fingers for tongues? Like, are... No, either you have uh, so tongue like, in your mouth and on your hand, or you have... So it's extra, so it's like 10 extra tongues. That happen to be st- like yeah, your or fingers. Yeah, or I guess like yeah. four or five fingers in your mouth. Four yeah, or exactly. Five fingers in your and mouth. you'd still have fingers here, I guess. You know, yeah. it's a mixed bag. It has it's a mixed, mixed bag. bag. It really is. I mean, I think a little bit about like um, so like let's let's philosophize like the fi- the extra finger fingers in your mouth. All right. Like I We're I can it. definitely say that there has been times when I was like fixing something mm. when like I needed. Like, you know, like sometimes people like hold like a flashlight in their mouth, like while they're like working on like a oh, wow. car or something. Like having an extra hand to like, to like literally do stuff with like, I mean, right. you know, like I could, you know, you could point that, you could point the flashlight around. Yeah. Like quite wow. dexterously. Is wow. That yeah, it's, 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 it's a word now. With your teeth, you don't need to. Yeah, you can just like, just constantly be scraping it out. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Wow, that. that's deep. That's a utility that I didn't that I didn't anticipate. But well, I think I, on Sips and Clips we're thinkers. Really, this is. But there's this thing. I, I, I kind of want to say my opinion, but I don't want to sway your answer. I want to know your answer first. Well, so oh, so yeah. All right. So yeah. So I've been I've been kind of beating around the bush, but I think ultimately, like I'm a food guy, man. Like if I if I had more tongues to taste things wow. with, like that's probably where I'd end up. However, however, I have to say that like. The first thought that came to my mind was like, like touching anything on like the subway. That's my thought. Is that your thought? That's my thought. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, uh, you know, like that's off. Or like if you like happen to like brush past something or someone or like a, like I mean, you could never hold on to anything ever. Like, no. Because you taste. You it taste all. it. Oh. You uh, simple things like go to the bathroom and 
Yeah, like, like you would mean, you would always have to like use your feet to like push the torch up or what if you just made some gloves? What if you always wore gloves? You made yeah, these special right. gloves where it's like, I don't know, tasteless or like tasteless sweet. Or, or, or you, something. You, you could, candy you could make them flavor. Exactly. So now you just have these talking. gloves on so that you wouldn't touch disgusting things with your fingertips. Yeah, yeah. Or well, you can't touch I mean, them, but you wouldn't take them. Yeah, you, you wouldn't taste them at least. You taste the glove. Yeah. So in a way, you got to think smarter, not harder. Guys, I think you just invented something kind of amazing. Copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, no, really. Like, I think, I think that idea of like a flavored glove for your tongue fingers. <laughs> when you say it like that, I mean, it sounds even more genius than it did 30 seconds. Like ago. you said, I mean, some things just write themselves. Land on one of these inventions that the tongue finger people of the world are looking for. Wow. The so, tongue finger people of the world are not ready. They're not ready. I think we could go into this for another 20 minutes, but for the sake we of our sanity, shouldn't. we probably shouldn't. We've probably lost 50% of the listeners. <laughs> we don't want those ones anyway. We want the ones that are philosophizing with us. I know, I'm sorry. This you, concludes this segment. Yeah, you had, me, you had me on hoping that you were gonna get more people in this. But it's if you would you continue on the thought with well, flavored gloves, Yeah. everyone is wearing a face mask now. Yeah. Could that be flavored? Oh, just the inside though, not the outside, right? That'd be kind of gross. Maybe you can have two flavors. Huh? You switch it up when you're done with the first one. <laughs> so you flip the corona side of the mask. If you had yeah. a flavored face mask, what flavor would it be? I'll tell you what flavor it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be cigarette flavored because every time I walk by somebody who's smoking and I'm wearing a mask, it just like traps the like the smoke smell like in the worst way. Sorry, that's a that's like a grinds my gears thing. But um, <laughs> what flavor would it be? Definitely not mask flavor. Definitely not mask flavor. What would be a good flavor to have like pretty constantly on there? Something that's not too powerful but not too light as well. Bourbon. Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was daydreaming about what I'm gonna have after. <laughs> what um, is it? Hey, can I get you coffee, by the way? You want some? Um, yeah, Big sure. Coffee. Maybe it's oh it is if you lift that girl. We're getting crazy over here. Probably well, coffee flavor could be kind of cool, though. Yeah, coffee flavor would be yeah, awesome. Coffee's a good flavor. And coffee's you know what? Flavor. The good part about that is yeah. you, you wouldn't notice the coffee breath. Yeah, like, exactly. Here you go. Thanks, man. No worries. And I, don't, I guess you don't have to lick it all the time. No, yeah, you Whenever don't. you feel... Yeah, like... like some when it could like have like the the essence, you know, like yeah. you don't have to like stick your tongue on it, but like it could be sort of ambiently Correct. coffee, Correct. Yeah. like in a nice way, not in the like I just had a, my third cup of the day and I haven't brushed my teeth kind of way. You right, know, like, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Why not? Mm. All right, kind of rounding oh, this nice. out into the land of I don't even know what the right word is. The normal people. <laughs> 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 certainly not your listeners. No, certainly not our listeners, and I couldn't be more happy. <laughs> it's true. If you've made it this deep into the podcast and you're still with us, you got to be kind of special. We're proud. Really special. We're proud. We're proud of you. <laughs> we don't shame. We don't shame here. No we don't shaming. Shame. There's no shaming. Um, I had something really deep. I was gonna say, and, and I lost it. Oh no! I, I lost it. It's a typical case of. You lose something really deep yet, you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, to kind of edge this thing out and ask you something. And it was going to make me sound really smart. You sound really smart as well. It was like a win-win situation. Well, that's but... clearly why it's not happening. No, <laughs> no one here should be sounding smart. Just being honest here. <laughs> Just if, being honest. If the last 45 minutes of conversation you know? have led you to believe anything other than... <laughs> There's three crazy people sitting in a barbershop. <laughs> in a barbershop right now. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry. At the end of the day, three years in, what are the pros that outweigh the cons of running your own business and starting your own uh, your own company idea, even though I'm sure it is a one heck of a grind? What's the things that keep you going with this dream that you had some years back? So... Oh, there's so many, so many things. Like, that's and, good and to hear. that's good to hear. It is good to hear. I was yeah. hoping you wouldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> like screw this shit. I'm out. <laughs> no, um, no. I uh, so. I mean, the thing that keeps me going truly is. Um, I mean, I've spent a lot of years. Uh, before I moved to Stockholm, I was working a lot in like the corporate world. I worked for like really big companies. And, yeah. You know, on big 
fancy, very large budget type initiatives. And Correct. The stakes are always like so crazy high there. And, and yet, like good ideas seem to kind of have a hard time poking through. Right? Sure. Mostly sure. just by virtue of the size of, of the companies and the, the, the sort of fear of getting it wrong, right? I get it. And I think that to me has been the most liberating thing about having my own business is that I don't have to ask permission to do any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to look at it, yeah. And, and I mean, I, what, what's funny is that, um, I mean, I still do some consulting work on the side, so I still do a lot of like the you know, big crazy corporate projects and stuff like sure. that because I enjoy like the largeness of those problems. Yeah. But like there is something really rewarding about being close to the people who are experiencing the thing that you're making, right? Right, I get it. Like that's cool. I mean, I kind of feel like you—you you guys probably see that a lot. In what you do, because you know, you somebody comes in looking one way, they go out looking a different way, and like you get to see the look on their face when they're like, hundred oh, percent, very I'm, fulfilling. I'm yeah. box fresh again, like <laughs> you know. And so I think that that to me is is really energizing. And I and I also have to say that like one of the things that gives me a lot of energy. Um, is like a lot of the, the people that I've been able to meet and work with. Yeah. Whether that's like some of the other small business owners, like people, you know, like um, like Adel Kirsch who does our coffee. Yeah. Like he does your coffee. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's, I heard a lot I mean, about him. He's amazing. Like, uh, and you know, obviously they've met. I've even met like Nicole Pepper who runs Sticky Nicky. Like. Yeah. Like we're buds now. Like I mean, just super cool. It's just. I mean, I think I think that is something that I didn't expect is to meet. When you meet other people who are on kind of the similar journey, no matter where they are on that path, right? Sure. Like the challenges are usually the same kind of where you are. It's a day in, day out grind, like you say. Um, but there is something that I think I, I didn't expect to like have so much in common with those people. That's cool. And so like, you know, you learn from each other, you can provoke each other, like you have fun, like you, you know, can like vent about having a bad day or like, you know, if you've got crazy customers in, you know, you can go, like, oh man. Um, yeah, and so that's really cool. And then also the people who've worked at Muke Muke, like I've been so, so fortunate to have people who wanted to be a part of what I'm doing. That's awesome. And um, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't know anything that's like more humbling than that. You know, like that somebody right. saw what I was doing or experienced the ice cream and was like, wow, that's cool. I want to be a part of it. Mm so much that I'm actually like, sure, I'm like make money doing it, but like, you know, but I also want to spend, you know, my summer hanging out. Um, and so, I mean, I've just, I've just had some like really amazing, um, some really amazing people come in yeah. those doors and, Heck uh, yeah. and that's, that's it. I mean, that's excellent. And you know, at the end of the day, I get to eat ice cream all the time. Heck yeah, man. It's a win, win, win situation all around. Yeah. Community's everything, you know? Yeah. And it's, sure. uh, Something that's sometimes easy to look over whenever you're just in the, the cog of everyday life. Yeah. And it's important to find that. And great that you had the opportunity to kind of make your own. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's, you know, not, not to be preachy about it, but I think, like, if, if, you know, if somebody's starting a small business like this, and certainly one that has to do with, like, food, you know, things where people are going to come and eat and, and experience, like, something that they're going to share with other people. Yeah. Like, if community's not at the center of it, like, there's a good chance you're gonna miss something because mm -hmm. I think, like, I mean, you know, to kind of put it in con like, just yeah, like dude. put it in perspective, like we, I mean, we make really cool looking, very delicious tasting, like very Instagrammable stuff, <laughs> right? Right. But like, if there wasn't that spirit behind it, like if it didn't have the vibe and if it didn't have like the, you know, those moments of like families standing outside, just like having an extra place in their neighborhood to like, hang out, talk shop, like after picking the kids up from school, like, or, you know, just to yeah. be able to meet each other, I mean, especially nowadays. Um, you know, I think that we would be just like another interesting-ish, like ice cream place, right? Of like, course. But, but we make soft gelato, damn it. Hey, um, that's it. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think, I think you nailed it. Like I think community, yeah. community has to be at the heart of what you're doing. Has to be. Because otherwise like. People will see through it. People see through it and also like you're, if, if you're a small business owner, like you're missing an opportunity to be energized by those people. Yeah. Because ultimately like what, you know, I mean, what are you doing it for? Like yeah. mean, a lot of people, you know, and, and you can do it for yourself. I do it for myself. Like, you know, I'm, I'm 
constantly pushing myself to do different things and of course you know I get a lot out of it so it's not like a totally like benevolent you know it's not I, I bring this ice cream to the people um, but I, I do think that that exchange is like it, it can be really really rewarding heck yeah so that was a golden nugget of soft gelato wisdom straight from your mouth yeah we're that was what it was that's what it was and that was awesome and we're, and we're gonna put golden nuggets on our soft gelato now that you've said that heck so yeah copyrighted uh, Robin, do you have anything to add to this as we end this podcast out? Do you have any? I don't know. I think I have to come. I mean, we just have to be there. I mean, Taco Friday? Dude, we're going to be Are you there. kidding me? We're going to be there. Yeah. Taco Friday. We're going to come see ourselves and bask in the glory of yeah. soft sauce. Soft sauce. Yeah. yeah. And you guys, um, you know, you can, you can humble brag after because, like, you will be getting the first tacos of season three. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Ooh. So... I don't think I'll, I'll humbly brag. I think I'll tell the world. I'll brag my lungs, you know. We'll brag about it for brag, sure. Brag, <laughs> for brag, sure. Brag. Thank brag. you so much for everything you talked about today, coming in here, letting us cut your hair. It's been an honor, a pleasure. Go to Mute Muke. What more is there to say? Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. You know, the struggle with this episode is that whenever you listen to it, your mouth just can't help but water and crave a delectable creamy treat. At least the mouths of normal people anyway, but we don't judge you, we don't judge you. All this to say, get yourself out to Muke Muke. They're open now for season three and your body will thank you afterwards. Otherwise, find them on Instagram at mukemuke underscore Stockholm or at mukemuke.se. If you're a true friend, check out at Sips and Clips on Instagram as well. We're part podcast, community, and Stockholm City Guide, and has always got some good stuff going on in between our bi-weekly episode releases over there. If you're a true, true friend, you should shoot us a quick review on Apple Podcasts as well. Sharing this podcast with a friend and that are the best ways to help our little podcast spread its glorious wings and soar into the mainstream. Thanks so much for joining us in the shop today. It's always a pleasure to have you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.